2: Hey everybody, today we're debating whether or not gambling should be illegal, and we are starting right now. With David's opening statement, thanks so much for being with us, David. The floor is all yours.
0: Hey everyone. Uh, First off, I want to thank James for giving me the platform and opportunity to discuss a topic that's near and dear to my heart. My name is David T. And secondly to Matt, especially for taking the time to participate in much needed discourse on this topic. A quick bit about myself, I'm a gambling addict six months into recovery, and my position on this topic is that on a state level, gambling in person and online should be illegal. This would include horse racing, state lotteries, online and in-person sports betting, slot machines, blackjack, and most if not all games against the house, quote unquote. Games uh, such as fantasy football and poker, I would not include in this ban as they can be considered games of skill and not against the house. And there's precedent for that as DraftKings had daily fantasying before the widespread legalized sports betting in 2018. In order to better understand this topic and stance, I'd like to walk us through how we got to this point in 2022. I'll highlight the progression from legalized betting and state-run lotteries for tax revenue purposes and cover where we see unregulated and regulated casinos, both online and in-person, using predatory tactics to attract and indoctrinate new adult and adolescent customers in the United States, UK, and abroad. I'll also highlight the social, cultural, and quality of life costs to the primary population that gambling affects, which is in a sense a regressive tax on the poor and middle-class problem gamblers. In response to economic downturn after the Great Depression in 1931, the state of Nevada legalized most forms of gambling. To make this point clear, gambling was first legalized as a tool of the government to increase state revenue le- leveraging, at least in 1931, economic hardship and the false hope of hitting it big to fatten state coffers. This trend would continue to today where states like Maryland and New York, would go as far to additionally promise that large portions of gambling revenue would go directly toward education in their states. A 2017 article in Bloomberg highlights that through advertisements and political advocacy, the state of Maryland was promised hundreds of millions of dollars that from gambling revenue would be poured into education. However, despite $4.5 billion in overall profits from 2010 to 2017 and $1.7 billion earmarked for education, Baltimore schools were forced to lay off hundreds of school employees and teachers due a $130 million deficit. In 2020, in 2020, Baltimore laid off another 450 temporary workers and halted hiring due to budgetary concerns. Can someone please explain to me where this money went? The same situation can be seen in New York. From January 1st to J- July 8th of this year, New York State garnered over $300 million in tax revenue from mobile sports betting alone. However, in the same month that Governor Kathy Hochul announced an initiative to divert the entirety entirety of these funds to education, youth sports, and gambling addiction resources, hundreds of teachers are being cut from New York City schools because of a $200 million budget deficit as of July of this year. Can't make it up. In short, where's this revenue going? Conveniently, it's almost impossible to find public audits on appropriations of these funds as promised by elected officials and education systems around the country are suffering as a result. The social and mental health costs of gambling and specifically problem gambling can be exorbitant. According to the National Council on Problem Gambling, 60 to 80% of high schoolers, adolescents, have reported gambling in the last year in the United States. Four to 6% of high schoolers are considered addicted to gambling. In the UK, one recent study estimated 55,000 problem gamblers between the ages of 11 to 16. Back to the United States, anywhere from 2 to 10 million Americans, depending on the study you're looking at, are considered high-risk bettors or problem gamblers. Problem gambling has the highest suicide rate among those with addictive disorders, with one in five attempting suicide. Approximately 220,000 residents of Ohio engage engage in at-risk gambling with 30,000 engaging in problem gambling behaviors. Casinos are shown to have negative effects on local communities. For example, when gambling was introduced and legalized in Atlantic City in 1977, unemployment was at 18.1%. Since then, as of 2022, unemployment is still at 18%, basically unchanged. The poverty line is at 30%, almost 20% over the national average, and a 6% increase from 1977 from when they legalized gambling. And crime has almost doubled in the last 20 years and remains six times the average in the state of New New Jersey as a whole. The impact of casinos on local property values is unambiguously negative, according to the National Association of Realtors. Casinos do not revive local economies. They act as parasites upon them. Communities located within 10 miles of a casino exhibit double the rate of problem gambling, and unsurprisingly, some such communities also suffer higher rates of home foreclosure and other forms of economic distress and domestic violence as well. In terms of now prevalent predatory advertising and gambling in the forms of loot boxes in gaming, uh, CSGO and Diablo Immortal, for instance, I do want to touch on those topics tonight. But I will leave that to the conversation portion. That should be about five minutes, a little over. Uh, thanks, James and Matt. Appreciate it
2: you gotta thank you very much for that opening statement and folks we're very excited if you have not heard modern day debate debate con part two is happening november 19th in plano texas you don't want to miss it as an example of some of the huge debates and dialogues that are going to be happening at the bottom right of your screen you can see kenny bomer and matt delahunty will be debating whether or not there is good evidence for islam it's going to be a huge one folks the link for that event in terms of tickets if you want to see it in person is down in the description box as well as we have a crowd fund and you can see the meter on the far right of the screen we've already raised 23 percent of our funds to help cover the venue costs so that's encouraging exciting want to let you know that link is in the description box as well for that Indiegogo campaign and with that we're going to kick it over to Matt thanks so much for being with us Matt the floor is all yours for your opening as well
3: Thanks, James. Thanks, David. Uh, I will start off by saying I feel like there's been a bit, bit of a bait and switch here because I was told David wanted all gambling made illegal. And I was going to ask what what was included in all gambling. I was specifically told that he thinks all gambling, including online sports books, DraftKings, lottery tickets, brick and mortar casinos and everything else will be shut down. So consider that if parts of my opening seem tailored to the all gaming thing, which I found just patently absurd. I could talk about revenue from gambling, other $53 billion in the U.S. alone in 2021. Revenue just for the National Indian Gaming Commission, $39 billion. The fact that there's 118,000 jobs in the gaming industry that would go away if you make gambling illegal. Uh, Vegas jobs from tourism related to gambling is about 382,000. Revenue from tourism in towns that ha- that uh, allow for gambling is $59.9 billion. 43.6 of all private employment in southern Nevada. billion in wages and salaries is related to the gaming industry. The potential tax booms from taxing casinos and lotteries for schools and infrastructure, yes, you have to actually get the government to use those funds in the way that they promised, but that's not a problem with gambling, that's a problem with government. And so any argument along those lines is already null and void. Just take a look at Las Vegas before and after gambling existed. People thought, wow, it's absurd to build a vacation destination in the desert. If there wasn't gambling there, nobody would have been going to Las Vegas. It would still be a one-horse town. I could go into all that, but we don't need to because this is about freedom. There are two models when we're trying to determine our freedoms. Number one is that you don't have any freedom to do anything except what we expressly limit. Uh, uh, um, uh, list, not limit, sorry, except for what we expressly list. That model fails at the start because how do you have the freedom to even make the list? You have to grant that freedom first. The other option is that you have all freedoms except for those that are prohibited. This is the model that works. This is the model that I advocate for. We should have all freedoms until such time as there's a compelling reason to make something illegal. And that's what my opponent needs to show tonight. What's the compelling reason to make all gambling illegal? After all, we already have regulations to ensure fair gaming at casinos. Those protections, by the way, don't exist in your home poker games and casual gambling at the pool hall. I don't know if he wants to outline those as well. Uh, And yet it's the casinos and the lotteries that are most often the focus, which is exactly what we're seeing here tonight. It is, oh, the casinos are a problem. The casinos are predatory. This is where gambling is most regulated. This is where gambling is most safe. You go into a casino, you know exactly what the odds are. You don't know that in a home game. You don't know that when betting on sports, basketball, and all these other things. None of that exists. Are lotteries on his list? Lotteries seem to me to be a tax for people who are bad at math. But when it gets up over $400 million, the expected return on investment for a dollar? I'll buy a ticket then. Why wouldn't you? Because the expected return on investment for a dollar at the over 400 million thing outweighs the odds of losing. What about home poker games? What about poker games at uh, venues around Texas where the house doesn't take a cut, but you still play? And it's skill-based, but it's still luck and it's still gambling. I'll bet you 50 bucks the Chiefs win next weekend. What about loot boxes in games? What about the stock market? What about any sort of investment as they all come with risk? I would say the stock market is the most prevalent form of gambling that's, that's out there in the world right now. Now, often we hear about gambling addiction, but one can become addicted to almost anything, uh, it seems. Or if not addicted, it certainly can represent a problem. I've heard about people playing video games so much that they lost their jobs, their homes, and in at least one case, a child died because they couldn't stop playing their video games. Should we allow outlaw all video games? I agree that we, as a cooperative society, have some responsibility to help protect from protect each of us from the worst aspects of ourselves. But someone can have a substance abuse problem for a legitimate medication. We can, We have an epidemic of it. The solution isn't, in my opinion, to ban those medications. An adult U.S. citizen of 18 years of age can be drafted and serve in the military. They can work hard for a living. They can make a paycheck. But you're going to tell them that because someone else has a problem or has been irresponsible that they can't gamble with the money they earned? We tried banning alcohol, and we didn't even try to pretend that it was done merely to help alcoholics. It failed. Attempting to ban all gambling would kill countless economies, deprive people of jobs, make ghost towns out of tourist destinations, eliminate lotteries, raffles, stock markets, investment, all of which, if done right, and push back against the government all you want, can be the sort of uh, tax subsidy for the people who don't like to pay taxes. But boy, they'll pay for that tax on people who are bad at math, which is I'm going to do a lottery or gamble. Now, not to mention the fact that you cannot stop gambling. Whether gambling is legal or not, it's going to happen. I bet everything I own on this fact. What we need are regulations, which we have. What we need is to funnel revenue from gambling into useful endeavors like schools and infrastructure, and a portion of that should go to assist those who have a problem with gambling. But we've already seen what happens when moralistic know-it-alls try to adopt a one-size-fits-all, or in this case, one-size-fits-none solution. People are going to gamble. There's nothing inherently wrong about gambling. And even if there were, we don't legislate based on simple views about morality. In order for there to be a compelling reason to ban all gambling, you would need to show that the costs associated with gambling outweigh the benefits in all cases. Billions of dollars in revenue, hundreds of thousands of jobs, untold revenue for airlines and other travel-related businesses, individual freedoms at the core. What outweighs that? You don't have to gamble. You do not have to invest in the stock market. You don't have to buy a lottery ticket. You don't have to jump into a poker game or a pool game for money. You don't have to bet on sports. And any attempt to ban everyone else from doing a voluntary personal activity represents a betrayal of our individual freedoms and a gross misunderstanding of who we are as human beings. There are good points to be made about regulation, about protecting and restricting gambling. But my opponent supposedly wants to ban all gambling. I don't normally view debates as win-lose events. They're about education. But I'm willing to bet every dollar in my wallet right now that I could stop talking right now and he still couldn't win this debate. It's about who we, who we are as human beings to suggest that a voluntary personal activity that people willingly engage in should be banned because other people are unable, through no fault of their own, not pointing out blame, but are unable, To stop themselves from engaging in an activity is absolutely antithetical to everything that the United States is supposed to be about with regard to freedoms. I realize now that he's done his opening remarks that perhaps he's not going to ban the poker game down the street or the person who's betting on pool. uh, But I'll wait until we're having the back and forth for him to explain why he's not interested in banning someone betting me on a pool game as opposed to elsewhere. I get that it's skill, but it's still gambling. And the people who have a problem gambling, if they can't gamble on one thing, they're going to gamble on something else. Thanks.
2: Thanks very much for that opening as well. And we're going to go into the open dialogue, folks. Want to let you know we're going to have Uh, roughly about an hour and 50 minutes total probably for this debate. What that means is if you have any questions, fire them into the old live chat quickly as we're going to wrap up somewhat quickly. Want to let you know you can submit your question two ways. One, if you tag me with at modern day debate, as well as two, if you use the super chat, we read those off first as they go to the top of the list. And want to let you know, as mentioned, we have amazing debates coming up. These are going to be gigantic this coming debate con, November 19th in Plano, Texas. As an example, Aaron Ra and Daniel Hakikachu are going to be debating. It is going to be amazing. I want to tell you folks, if you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss it. And with that, we're going to jump into open dialogue. Thanks very much. Matt and David, the floor is all yours.
0: Uh, sure, yeah, I'll jump in, Matt. Uh, great remarks. <clears throat> and again, appreciate you taking the time to uh, go over this topic. Um, I guess I'd have a question for you uh, just off the bat. Uh, what would your explanation be to why like hard drugs like cocaine, heroin and prostitution are illegal in the United States?
3: I think the first question you need to ask is, do I think those things should be illegal? And the answer is no.
0: Okay. So as a society, I think it's important to evaluate where the social and the financial costs for individual people as far as unlimited freedoms can be unlimited self-destruction. And we have a social contract where generally generally how we operate with each other is we want to create a society uh, that's more beneficial uh, for individuals just in general. So when I look at gambling right now, gambling right now I think it's $52 billion in total profits, which is an all-time high since the incorporation of gambling in 1931. Uh, The reason that we have prostitution and cocaine being illegal and the reason why alcohol was illegal is because right now we have 88,000 alcohol-related deaths in the United States every year. Um, And the predatory advertising with gambling, you look right now at the halftime of the NBA finals last year. You had Mike Breen and Mark Jackson calling the game. And they're talking about point spreads at halftime. ESPN, Two has daily spreads and betting. This is targeted advertising toward adolescents. And I think as a society and as a country, we need to decide collectively. I I know, I guess I don't want to misrepresent your stances at all. But it sounds like you're for basically unlimited individual freedoms. If you're nope, saying
3: that not, Nope, not even in the ballpark. Didn't say that, didn't suggest that. And to come back with something saying unlimited freedoms lead to this means you just built a straw man and completely, you didn't even ask what my position was. You asked the wrong question right off the bat. I'm not for unlimited freedoms. But when you talk about how- Well, I did got, ask and you when, said that
0: you were in favor- No, of you asked about, about something
3: specific. Reasonable. You asked about something specific and, whether, and what I thought- The reason was why they were illegal, and I suggested that you should ask me whether or not I thought they should be illegal. My answer to that is nothing to do with unlimited freedoms. Um, As a matter of fact, I specifically, in my opening remarks, talked about whether or not we start with unlimited freedoms and then limit them for good reasons, or whether we start with no freedoms and only chronicle what we should have. And I advocated for the one where you start with unlimited freedoms and then you, you limit them based on good reasons. At no point in my entire life have I ever advocated for unlimited freedoms. But when you say something like, oh, let me toss out a stat where it's $52 billion in profits from gambling, and that's the highest of all time since gambling has been implemented. So what? There's more people than ever. Um, And by the way, how is more profits a bad thing? And by the way, how is that targeted advertisement towards adolescents, as you assert, when adolescents can't gamble?
0: Well, adolescents can gamble. Uh, wow. Not all gambling is regulated, and they absolutely can gamble. Especially they, can't, online. they can't
3: gamble. They can't gamble when we in a casino or any of the places where you want to stop them from. They have to be eighteen years old.
0: That's not true. No, it's they not. Can gamble it's not off. true.
3: You're, so, so I can pack up my fifteen-year-old nephew, and he can go into a casino and make bets.
0: No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you are an adolescent. You can sports bet, and there are forms of online gambling that you can access regardless of age without having to provide any identification. There are multiple websites that are that's about regulation.
3: That's about regulation,
0: right? And we're not regulating gambling right now. Okay, just legalize if you would have said, I'd like to
3: do a debate about whether or not we should have better regulations for gambling. I wouldn't even have taken it. I only agreed to this because I was told that you were opposed to all gambling. So, your objections about a teenager might be able to go. Do I think a 14-year-old should be able to go make a sports book online? No. Next question.
0: Right. So the crux of my point is that gambling, where we're at right now, and as far as where it's been and where we're going. And with the advent of technology, and you have more people that are that are becoming problem gamblers, gambling was not in this stage at least five, 10 years ago. Right now, it's easier access and it's easier to deposit hundred money with no limit than ever before. There aren't any studies out there, at least any good studies that are really accurately able to, to, to go into the negative effect of how this is going to look at least on. So if there aren't any studies to go into
3: the negative effect, how can you claim there's a negative effect?
0: Because right now it's estimated one to 2.9% of Americans, two to 10 million Americans are problem gamblers. And that was before 2018. But you just said there's just no studies
3: to show whether or not there's a problem, and yet you're trying to say there's a problem. If there's no studies, no, that's, go do
0: the studies. That's, no, that's not what I said. I said it is no what you said to, to articulate Rewind. where gambling is now oh. since 2018, since since technology has progressed to a point where you can gamble from your couch. Before you can go, you know, you can go to a Native American reservation where there are a lot of casinos. You can go to Las Vegas. You could go to Atlantic City. There are physical barriers in place. There were technological barriers in place to gamble. And right now, when you the way, the accessibility of gambling and the predatory advertising that's associated with it, it's unleashed a floodgate that I think is going to have drastic social costs on the country. And in my stance, and I, I I don't understand why you said bait and switch, I do think gambling should be completely banned. Now, uh, I said uh, OK,
3: so that's that's so so yeah, should, I, and I didn't
0: mean should, any offense should by gambling
3: that. on a, gambling on a pool game should be banned.
0: No, no, not. Between oh, that's
3: then, then you just said you do think all gambling should be banned, but you don't think gambling yeah. on a pool game could, should be banned. But you think gambling yeah. that is already regulated should be banned. And your objection is that yeah. some people find a way around those regulations. Well, finding a way around the regulations is a problem with regulations and enforcement. It's not a problem with gambling. But if you're if you're just going to cherry pick that. Oh, you know, you can still gamble in your pool game and your poker game or whatever else you're okay with. um, But you want to go after the casinos where there's actual real regulation to protect people. And your, your reasoning is there are people who will find a way around that. Like some kid, well, some kid will steal their parents' credit card, which I saw in chat. Well, someone stealing their parents' credit card means they're violating the law. So, what, I, is, I under, the, what I is the, what is the justification? From, what is the justification to denying a voluntary activity to everyone? Because what? Because if you're just going to say that we should deny it to everyone because some people aren't going to follow the rules, you're. N- I, 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 there's no way that's
0: convincing. I, I'd say it's the same logic that you would have other practices, like I mentioned before. The like other hard things, hard that drugs I don't and think prostitution, should be like hard drugs and prostitution are illegal. Uh, there's a prostitution contract, shouldn't be illegal. OK, well, I'm just saying it is illegal. So we'll just go based on what the law is right now. Yeah, I'm, like So
3: is this isn't a debate about what the law is. It's about what the debate about what the law should be. If you want to if you want to talk about what the law is, the law is gambling's legal. And now we're done.
0: Right. And the game and the law was pre-2018 that you had to go to an in-person casino to bet, at least for sports. And right now you have advertisements on networks with no age limit, especially to adolescents and to adults that are that are promoting gambling they're using celebrities and especially you know i'll just make a reference at least to what's going on on twitch right now you have uh you have aiden ross and i think another uh twitch a big twitch streamer his name is train tv those guys are taking money from a website called stake.com based out of curacao where the uh, gambling re- le- uh gambling license is a joke it's a one billion dollar company you don't need to be 18 years old to have a twitch account you have adolescents that are watching their streams uh thousands of people and they upload clips of them winning up to 14 15 millions of dollars and then you have them um you know behind the scenes they're making a million dollars a month and what they're doing is they're selling they're selling a false pretense of what gambling is they're selling a false pretense of winning and the regulations pre-2018, I'd say even pre-1977, was a was a good point. You know, I'm ad- obviously advocating for the elimination of all gambling, but all vices will find their way. There was a time when there was Atlantic City and Las Vegas, and there's a reason that problem gambling wasn't as prevalent of an issue then, be- at least compared to now, because you had to go in person to one of these two locations and technology wasn't available to at least manipulate people's minds, and that's what's going on right now.
3: Okay, so it seems like the topic of this should a debate should have been since 2018. We're allowing more gambling with less regulation, and that's bad. That that seems to be what the topic of this debate is. But that's not what I was told the topic of this debate is. Um, it, it, your your notion to ban everything because some people have a problem is I I don't know how how many ways to say um, it's ridiculous. It is.
0: Are you are you okay with the direction that we're going in with gambling, I, right?
3: now? That's not the subject of the debate. I don't know enough about the direction we're going in. I don't have a problem. I gamble when I want right, to, and I, th- when well, I, well, to, and I that- don't, when I don't, and I don't have a problem, but I've advocated for taking some of the money from those things, not only to put infra- into infrastructure, but also to help people with gambling problems. But and are you suggesting that doesn't happen
0: are, that does not happen I
3: don't care if it happens I'm saying I'm advocating that it should happen
0: Right but in reality it doesn't and that's why at least in New that's York That's not a Maryland, reason to
3: outlaw gambling that's a reason to do what you say you're going to do I remember when I was in Missouri and they decided that they wanted to open up riverboat gambling and they promised everybody that the money raised from this or the money, the revenue from this would be a essentially a a side tax that would go towards schools. And then they didn't actually give the money to schools the way they did. They found some way to get around it. That's a problem with government lying. That's a problem with what's going on. But it's not a problem with gambling at all. And to suggest that we should ban gambling because somebody that's like, you know, okay, we should ban shovels because some people might cut their toes off.
0: Right. But you're making the point that we need, it's a, re, that you're the safest in regulated casinos. You said you that earlier. You are. Well, casino, casinos, when you walk in, you got the bright lights, you got colors, you have aromas in casinos to get you to stay. I'm, that's what they do and that's why they make so much money and that's why local communities out, out around casinos get killed in Atlantic City, the majority of the people who work in casinos live 10 miles outside of the city. They don't even live in the localities because crime has increased by six percent since 1977. And all of the billions of dollars that were promised in Atlantic City to restructure and redevelop the localities didn't happen. Yeah, so the, none so, of these none so, of
3: these are problems with gambling. Not one of these things you've not one of these things you listed is a problem with gambling.
0: If gambling was illegal, then you wouldn't have these social side effects.
3: Hey, if breathing was illegal, we wouldn't have these social side effects.
0: What is a social side effect of breathing? I don't understand that.
3: A Social side effect of breathing is that people continue to live and cause social problems. If they stop breathing, there'll be no more social problems.
0: I mean, there's a lot of people that have social, have social benefits. I don't get that point.
3: There's a lot of people who benefit from gambling, including all the people who work in that industry and the people who win.
0: The people who benefit from gambling are the companies and the executives and the politicians. That's not true. I made
3: my living gambling
0: for over a year. And if you gambled long term and if that was your only point of income, you would lose all of it. No, I wouldn't actually,
3: because I was playing poker against people who were not as good as me. 99.7%
0: 99.7% of gamblers of any uh, discipline lose their money in the long term after two to five years. So
3: Can, I congratulations. Guess is it my money to lose? And couldn't I have also lost it in a stock market?
0: Right, and that's actually a good point. You know, I think stock market is obviously predatory too. I mean, you have politicians on both sides of the aisle, especially when you see um, uh, how they do against the SPY, they're making bank on insider trading. So, you know, if you were now- yeah. If and you, you know, okay with and there's a Securities and Exchange out.
3: Commission that is set there to investigate and prosecute it because it's illegal but that doesn't mean trading stocks should be illegal you go after the problem you seem to be in this position and I'm very sorry that I'm I'm glad that you're recovering but I'm sorry that you have an issue but you seem to have taken no, this okay. personal issue you seem to have taken this personal issue and decided that everybody else needs to suffer because you have an issue I'm not well, buying it
0: Well, I think the context is important, again, where we're at right now. So let me go to the loot boxes, and let me go to CSGO and Diablo Immortal. So gambling has its forms like in casino gambling, and then you have gambling like mobile sports betting. But Diablo Immortal made in August $97 million, a free-to-play game on on a cell phone where I think you, you don't even think it has an age limit, maybe 13 Why are they making that much money? Is it adults playing that game? Diablo Immortal on a cell phone? No, it's adolescents playing that game like that are using their mom's car. But how do they get kids specifically to to buy so much in-game content? Because it's loot boxes. It's if you put 40 bucks in, you may get a certain amount of like plays and then you run through and then you may get equipment that's great. And it doesn't even explain the odds of getting the equipment It doesn't explain uh, at least the progression. Uh, There was an independent reviewer that looked through Diablo Immortal. If you were to just pay to win to have a max character, max equipment, max everything, it's $255,000. But that's not advertised. You get your $50 loot box.
3: And yet the information is out there. And I came out and spoke out against that game. I won't play that game. That has nothing to do with whether or not gambling should be illegal.
0: But I'm saying that's where we're going with gambling, where companies have are—that's un, an unregulated practice directed at adolescents, and that's you know that's where I'm afraid we're going to go in the future, especially where we're at. Well, at least we're after not because
3: because you're going after casinos where you have to be of age to walk in and where the odds are known and where there's a gambling commission that regulates it. None of these things, none of these things exist for your Diablo example. So it is a big old straw man that you're propping up.
0: Do you believe most people when they walk up to a slot machine know the odds of winning?
3: I believe everybody who walks up to a slot machine can know the odds of winning. And that they, they should and that they should know the odds of winning. It's not my fault or the casino's fault that people do not avail themselves of the information available before making a bet.
0: I think it's just it's a commentary of, you know, people, people are responsible for their own decisions. And I appreciate yep. what you said earlier. That was very nice, you know, about saying about I'm recovery, but I'm not going to use that against you at all in this debate. That's that's a low ball tactic. Well, and I'm well not how could use you
3: use it against me?
0: Well, I'm saying I'm not going to use like a guilt trip, guilt trip, or like um what's That's the what I'm term? Saying. Like con- I don't understand like how you could
3: make how you could do any sort of guilt trip.
0: Well, no, I just made it's like I'm not going to use personal experience as a way uh, to your personal
3: experience point. isn't relevant. We're talking about whether gambling right, should no, be illegal for everyone.
0: Right. No, I was just I was just reiterating that just for the purposes of the debate. But like I said, you're saying that people can know the odds, but they still go and gamble at a slot machine.
3: Why? Because they're not bright enough or they don't care enough or because I don't
0: I I would argue it's not intelligence. I
3: I, I, know. So bright, bright is a colloquialism. It's not about IQ. It's about smarts. And I was saying that if someone wants to be smart at gambling, they can avail themselves of all the information to find all the information When I step up to the craps table to throw dice, I know what the odds are and I know how to play and I know how to play at the smartest. When I'm at when I'm playing poker, I know what the odds are and I know how to do those things. If some and and by the way, the odds for slot machines are also regulated and posted. And I think in most cases they're posted right on the damn machine. But in any case, if somebody walks up and says, I'm just going to do this and I don't care what the odds are, why should everybody else have to suffer?
0: Well, who's suffering? When you say the people who else don't suffers. get
3: to play when you when you ban it. Who,
0: who wins in gambling? Like who like who's winning? Everybody's a loser. Doesn't on matter. average when you walk I would it say on average matter. when you engage in any game in a casino, you'll walk away a winner 30% of the time. And like I said, um 99.7% of gamblers and that's including sports betting cuz sports betting is a little bit more profitable as far as uh, in the long term. Everybody loses going into a casino. And I think the point is, is where do we want to be as a society? Where are we going? They, they and in these companies, like I said, advertising, with, and it's just like advertising with smoking. It's why you barely see any advertising for smoking anymore. Where do we want to be culturally? Culturally, we've pushed back on smoking. Gambling doesn't cause prevalence. cancer. Right. But it does have the highest suicide rate of addictive disorders, of any addictive disorder, one out of five it it's a, it's a massive social cost issue now again this is an under the table issue because a, a lot Wait, of one out of f- one
3: out of 5 gamblers kill themselves is what you're saying attempt
0: suicide attempts one,
3: one out of every 5 people who gamble problem gamblers, attempt, problem gamblers. oh so now we've taken it from yes. the pool see this is the dishonest part here here's the I pool i was not being
0: dishonest it, no this I, is I dishonest this, this is, is dishonest, dishonest and i'm explaining That's why here's the That's pool
3: of all the people who gamble then there's yes. a smaller subset of people who are problem gamblers and a two smaller subset million. and a smaller subset of those are the ones that commit suicide. But you just want to toss out it's 1.5 or 1, 1 I'm out not of 5. Being
0: di- I'm not being dishonest at all. I mean, when you, i I will clarify what I said and I agree with what you're saying is that of problem gamblers, which is ranges from two to 10 million, as we know, because like I said, the, you know, the boom in the way that individuals have been betting the last four years it's impossible to quantify how the numbers have increased and they have increased. They haven't decreased. They've increased. Well, if you can't Anywhere quantify from, how
3: they've increased, how do you know they've increased?
0: So would you make the argument that record revenues and adding mobile sports betting in 28 States, that there are less people gambling that I don't understand that point. Uh,
3: the number of people gambling doesn't mean that Has there's a, that there's, that there's more of a problem. Yes. No, it doesn't. I mean The
0: national, Okay, so the National Association of Problem Gambling received two hundred and fifty-five thousand calls, at least up to this year, which is four times what they received last year. Okay, and text, text chats, and phone calls. That's that's how many people people call. That's not how many people
3: are problem gamblers. Every one of your statistics, you are cherry picking and moving in a direction that is not accurate. So the fact that the number of have the fact that the number of calls increased is no more relevant than the fact that we reached $52 billion in profits, more than ever. There are more people than ever. The number of calls isn't relevant. It's about the percentages of those calls to show whether or not a problem is actually increasing. And even if there are, and there are countless people who I acknowledge have problems gambling, my question is, why should everyone else? not be permitted to engage in a voluntary activity that they can do as responsible adults with their own money just because other people
0: can't. For the same reason that we have hard drugs and prostitution illegal, and we had betting legal pre-1931, it, it's the same social cost. And like, I, I don't agree with your point where you're saying if the four times the amount of people and they what they did is they took this from a net from the national gamblers anonymous line uh in uh, state gambling lines like virginia four times the amount of people are calling in because they're either having high anxiety depression they're exhibiting signs of problem gambling and resources are underfunded as it is because uh, i think we talked about this earlier the promises that were made in states where tax revenue would go it did not go there and it's not going to go there so regulation and that does that problem not work. isn't
3: a gambling problem that's a problem with the people who made promises and didn't keep them
0: but it has to be a factor when we're deciding whether No to it doesn't open the it shouldn't be a
3: factor on, at all because it's not relevant to gambling
0: so you're saying the voters of New York when they made the decision to vote for gambling and part of those pretenses was that thirty? the entirety of the tax revenue was going to go into education, youth sports, and resources for problem gamblers. The fact that that money is not going to education, you have no problem with that.
3: No, I didn't say that. And I'm really, really tired of this characterization of what I'm saying. The fact is, those people were lied to. They, or, or. Maybe the the lie wasn't intentional, but the government didn't do what they said they were going to do. And those people have a cause of action against the government. But this has nothing to do with whether or not gambling should be illegal, because it wasn't gambling that was the problem. It was politicians lying that was the problem. And so you are now pointing to a big fat red herring that is not a reason, has nothing. There's no problem with gambling. If they had done what they said they would do, if they had taken that revenue and applied it the way they should have, you wouldn't have this point at all. It's not a problem saying, with gambling. I'm saying
0: it, it's, it's a, problem a problem with the government. With gam- it's a problem with government. It's a problem with gambling operators. It's a problem with media networks that advertise gambling to adolescents without regulation. And these are all of the social factors that you have to consider and were considered uh, erroneously, especially in 2018 when gambling was legalized, at least uh, for sports betting on mobile apps. And like I said, you have you have individuals on Twitch that are doing 18 hour gambling streams that are taking millions of dollars from a casino in Curacao and their audience is a mix of adolescents and adults to, to not have a concern for the social impact. But I'm saying, but that's why. No, no, no. I am. I'm really, really tired of you
3: playing up. Matt doesn't care about the social. I do.
0: No, what I'm just I'm making a point is, for the social. I'm not no, saying no, you no. don't specifically
3: what you're doing is you are engaged in a whole bunch of propaganda that is not a logical argument. There's a fallacy at every single point. It isn't gambling that's causing this TikTok problem.
0: Okay. What statistic did I give that was propaganda?
3: Like you're citing, like, you're citing that there are people on TikTok who are taking millions from a casino. Twitch,
0: Twitch.
3: Or Twitch, whatever. Millions from a casino and doing 18-hour streams. Okay, what have they done that's illegal? What have they done that's harmful? And how would we go about addressing it? Because it's not the gambling that did any harm here.
0: I mean, I think it's clear. I mean, I don't even think I needed to, to to go into the details of okay. why that's a negative impact. I mean, because then it's just like, I, all right, let's just have best it, rebuttal have our, ever.
3: Please get, please explain to me how gambling's a problem. I don't think I need to go into that. And yet it is your entire
0: case. Well, no, I am going into it. I'm saying that if I need to articulate why an individual doing gambling streams to adolescents is a bad thing, I just I don't understand, like, where are we It's really easy. Where are we culturally? Have
3: I ever ever suggested that an individual should be allowed to do gambling streams to adolescents?
0: Have I ever
3: suggested that?
0: But it is legal right now, and it's a direct. Then make that of lack. illegal,
3: but that is not the same as making all gambling illegal or casino gambling legal. I am in favor of legal gambling with regulations. If you want to point to how somebody's skirting regulations and they're taking advantage of kids, we're in agreement. But stop pretending like that's enough of a reason to cut all the rest of us out. There's no reason that everybody else should give up their right to act like a responsible adult just because somebody else isn't
0: the regulations that you're talking about not only don't work but they do target adolescents they do like that's not a debate because like i said they advertise DraftKings, they'll advertise FanDuel, wow. they have our shows on espn those are shows without an age limit so if they're going to advertise it's just like smoking and just like how culturally we push back on it we don't see advertising it's not we just basically like don't see advertising for smoking anymore What's happening with gambling is that advertising is happening on major networks. It's happening on social media sites. It's happening on social platforms like not YouTube yet, but Twitch. It's targeting young individuals. Uh, it's skirting regulations and regulations will not work in this case. What did work is when gambling was not legal.
3: Well, you're saying regulations won't work in this case, but what you're saying is we should make it illegal, which is a regulation. Le-
0: legal regulate regulations is a term where you something is legal and it's the government's job and position to make sure that it's done on a playing field where it doesn't impact the social costs uh, of society. And they do that with alcohol to an extent right now. You know, you, ha- you can't just order alcohol and be 16 years old. You have to go in person to a store that has a license and that ha- that's, that's how you regulate alcohol, right? No, you don't. You You're can not. Go, but,
3: no, you don't. You can go over, like when I was 15, I could go over to my buddy's house and drink alcohol that his parents had.
0: Right, but I'm saying there are physical should we, barriers. Should we make
3: alcohol illegal?
0: I'd be a proponent of it,
1: yeah. Of yeah, see, here, yeah. here
3: we, we've already tried that. It was a boneheadedly stupid idea that backfired spectacularly. It worked. No, it didn't work. If anybody who thinks that prohibition worked has not bothered to study history at all, what it did was it if, increased it increased crime and illegal drinking and and dangerous alcohol that was made in bathtubs. It didn't work. Well, actually, if you, which look, is why if you look, look at if, it.
0: if you look at basically any study that looks at prohibition era, anywhere from twenty to sixty percent of uh, alcohol consumption was it was decreased by that percentage, and domestic right. abuse. I uh, don't think you understand crimes.
3: statistics because, of course, alcohol consumption decreased when you make it illegal, but right. problem alcohol consumption didn't decrease, and it deaths did. from yeah. alcohol deaths from alcohol consumption didn't decrease. Yes, they did. Okay.
0: I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, what is the I, argument? I, I'm where sorry, but per capita, making,
3: you're just wrong as far as I know.
0: Making but, alcohol okay. illegal. Now, again, there's a lot of reasons why, you know, you can make alcohol legal. You know, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying to make the argument, though, that problem drinking, alcohol consumption and in crime increased after prohibiting alcohol. I don't No, I've I never didn't, seen anything wow, like that. Looking wow.
3: Out. I just, it's like, it's like you, you don't hear what I'm saying. Um,
0: well, alcohol consumption and problem drinking did decrease during prohibition. That's not debatable. Now, at the rate, how much did it decrease? That's conflicting. It's anywhere from twenty to sixty percent depending on who you look at, depending on what study you read. However, you know the, I mean, prohibition does work. Again, regulation doesn't work if you know, as far as legalizing it's we'll go back to gambling. Regula- regulating gambling, it's not working. The promises that were made is, oh, if you legalize gambling in New York, we're going to take hundreds of millions of dollars and put it into schools. Not happening. So it's just a net negative. It's a net social cost negative. And I think as a society and culturally, we should just at least have a conversation just like we are today, which is why I'm so thankful you came on the show today. It's great to have this conversation. It's very important that at least the other side gets spoken about here because you don't see enough of it, at least in the mainstream. And right now we've opened the floodgates to adolescents and adults and the regulations don't work. The money that they promised was going to go into education isn't working. Um, And I'm afraid of where we're going to go as a society, especially with gambling um, being so easily accessible with 60 to 80% of high schoolers have bet already in the last year. That's just scary to me. Okay,
3: cool.
2: One question, just to be sure that I understand your position, David. Because to be fair, I uh, I was under the impression before the debate started that you were against any type of gambling. So, in a, are there any other exceptions? Because you brought up during the debate, you said you'd you'd qualify and you'd define a subcomponent of gambling as skill based gambling, namely like uh, I think you said poker. Are there any other types though that you're you would say? Oh, would be an exception as well where you'd say, Oh, well, actually that as well, I would be okay with this gambling.
0: So the reason, and again, I, you know, I don't appreciate being labeled dishonest or propagandist, you know, I, you know, my intention isn't to come here to, you know, shame or mischaracterize anyone. And I apologize if that wasn't made clear before, but you know, the reason why I mentioned poker and fantasy football is because it is games, which would be considered skill against other players where you're not playing against the house. Now, if you told me, you said, David, it's either all or nothing, I'd say all, because I think the net negative impact on society, there's no positive positive benefits to localities, there's no positive benefits to the individual, there's no positive benefits to families. And I understand that people have individual freedoms, but there's a reason why vices like prostitution and cocaine and heroin are illegal. You have the ability to destroy yourself if you want to. I get that, but I think as a functioning Western society, as a functioning country, we should we should be uh, we should be cognizant of other people's choices. We should be sympathetic to other people's choices, and we should also see the predatory advertisement and the predatory nature of gambling as it exists today.
3: I have no problem at all identifying when there's predatory actions and making regulations against them. That is not. And never will be and never has been an argument against all gambling if if you want to say hey let's get rid of diablo's immortal let's get rid of loot boxes let's get rid of things that are preying on kids you might be able to convince me and probably pretty easily because i'm already opposed to those things but when you want to take away all of everyone's access to gamble because somebody else is irresponsible or somebody else won't follow the regulations or some government agency didn't do what they said they were going to do, you are not going to win that way. That, that
0: Again, is, I just go It is a
3: fallacious, slippery slope. And every time I... What's wrong with gambling? Well, some people don't do well at it. Some people have problems with it. Yeah, but what's wrong Everyone with gambling? Everyone doesn't do well at it. What, no, that's not true. But the issue here is... What's wrong with gambling? And all you can point to is that some people have a problem with it and some people are exploiting it. That's not a problem with gambling. That's a problem with some people.
0: I mean, again, regulations don't work. They haven't worked and the slippery slope that that you just referred to is what is happening right now with the legalization of gambling. Again, this argument 10 years ago is a lot more difficult for me to make because technology wasn't at a point where you can bet from your couch. Technology wasn't at a point where I could load up five hundred dollars in Bitcoin, go to a website, a casino website that's regulated in a country like Curacao. We have no ability to track if that if the odds are even remotely uh, possible for me to win, and I can blow five hundred bucks. Nobody sees anything. The only thing I agree is that shouldn't blockchain. be
3: permitted, but that's not a reason to outlaw all gambling. I mean, I would you say keep, it is. you keep that po- no you keep pointing. To narrow instances and trying to take the specifics and apply it to the general. And that is just fallacious start to finish.
0: Well, the general is that 2 to 10 million Americans pre-2018 are problem gamblers. And those no, aren't No, that's the these.
3: specific. The general is that people gamble. The general is that some people get enjoyment from gambling. And they do so without a problem.
0: Yes, they do.
3: But- there you go. And you want those people- to lose their enjoyment because somebody else has a problem.
0: Correct. Well, I think society, and, and I problem. don't, I think society, and I don't, I think
3: the people who want other people to lose their freedoms because they have a problem should mind their own business. Uh,
0: I, my business is the welfare of the people in my community. It's the people Correct. around
3: me. I'm, am I part of your community?
0: Yes. Why course. don't you yeah, care about
3: like- me? Why don't you care about me getting enjoyment from doing something that I love that I don't have a problem with?
0: Because I don't see how it because I don't think it impacts you positively. I don't. You're wrong.
3: I'm telling you it impacts me positively, not just even when I win money. I enjoy it. And so you don't care about my enjoyment because you have an issue.
0: I don't care about your enjoyment because I care more about the lives of the people that are negatively impacted by this predatory legalization of gambling. Uh, Out of all the people who
3: participate in gambling, what percentage have a problem?
0: Anywhere from one to two point nine percent.
3: One to two point nine percent. So ninety eight percent. You don't care about their enjoyment as much as you care about the problem of the one to two percent.
0: I don't know. Okay, I don't.
3: Because I'm the exact opposite. You're asking, opposite me, you're asking and me. Do I, I care I'm about? I'm the exact
0: opposite. And well, cool. Well, I will. I'll use conjecture because you use conjecture. Where you want? Do I care about your individual enjoyment? You know, I'm in the GA rooms and I see people of all ages who have lost their ass. They've lost their families. You know they've had they you know you see the stories of people who just have their lives completely destroyed. It's an addiction, like I said, it's unlike any other in a lot of ways where you can completely wipe out your bank account. And right now, what we're doing culturally and as a country is we're saying what we want to do is we want to make this easier to access. We want to make it so the what regulations we have don't work, and we want to make it so then that way we can advertise to adolescents. And basically indoctrinate them to the point where, hey, when you're 18, now you can bet. Hey, when you're 19, go give DraftKings some money. Go give FanDuel some money. And and for me, like I said, you know, problem gambling right now is one to two point nine percent pre 2018. Like the floodgates have opened, and it's going to get worse. And the purposes of you know me being here in my debate here is just to really highlight this issue that doesn't get talked about enough. And I care about people's lives. Um, And I'm sure, you know, anybody does, you know, and I'm not saying that's just me specifically. I think that if you just have to weigh someone's individual enjoyment and civil liberties to an extent, just like we illegally make heroin and prostitution illegal, you have to weigh culturally, societally, where do we want to be? And for me, I think that we've gone down a road that we didn't think we didn't think about enough and we did not fund. Uh, And we did not fund the ramifications enough to deal with what's going to happen. And like I said, National Association of Problem Gambling reported four times as many calls this year as last year. It's probably going to be four times more uh, next year. And the only people that win are the people that own these casinos and companies. You want to bet that it'll be four times more next year? (laughs) I'll I'll bet with you, but (laughs) not against the house.
3: Yeah, this thing is, oh, it was four times more. Um, doesn't mean yeah. that it's going to be four times more next year. What you're doing is extrapolate from small data. But even if it did, now instead of it's one to three percent, now it
0: is small data um, that's collected from every state in the United States over a short period of time. Yeah, over a year, last year and this year. I mean, but what, but where yeah. else are we going to well, go? Like, it's not surprising data when you're we willing have, to dismiss. So we have to make a decision it's on not
3: it. surprising when you're willing to tell 97 and 99 percent of people that they can't do something because one to three percent have a problem.
0: For now, yes it wasn't okay. until, uh, my congratulations point
3: i don't make legislation based on your speculation
0: well legislation was made false promises were made and I, the that's funding a that
3: was a, you, you keep citing things right? i already agreed as a problem right, but that
0: has to but be that's not gambling discussion. but no, has, no, no. if somebody gambling.
3: if somebody says we're going to allow this and use the money for x and they don't use the money for x that's not a problem with what they allowed it's a problem with them not doing what they said they'd do
0: i'm not okay with you know, politicians and governments and casino operators and lobbyists for states in the federal government uh manipulating and using their status and money to be and able take to take them
3: speak. to court and make new legislations and oppose what they're
0: doing, but that's not a justification to ban all gambling. Yeah, I mean organizations did oppose it, but the problem was is that at least in New York specifically, the uh the the main factor in a five to four vote was that that revenue was supposed to go to education. And a lot of people, oh, it's, especially it's, with I'm saying that's why a lot of people voted in New York. I don't live in New York, but yeah, that, that was a big factor. For how, why well, it passed. I don't know why this
3: is so difficult, David. Yes, I have already acknowledged a lot of people were convinced to vote a certain way and then the government didn't fall through, follow through with it. That's not a problem with gambling.
0: I think it is a problem with gambling. You're I
3: wrong. You're, you're, gonna, no, no. I, no. If you draw up a syllogism and do X leads to Y, you don't get gambling causes this. What you got was government officials not doing what they said they do. And I think people have a legal cause of action. when I And when I say work against it and, and do reg, reg, uh, uh, regulations, you're like, well, they did vote against it. Okay, I'm not talking about the past. I'm talking about whether or not we ban something because somebody lied to you about something.
0: I mean, I, I mean, it just sounds like, you know, it's like, it's OK if people lied. It's OK if we just legalize it everywhere. Wow. Yeah, I'm, done David. No I'm done, David.
3: I'm done, like, David. I'm done because I'm sitting here saying it was bad for them to lie. And the first words out of your mouth is it sounds like you're saying it's OK for them to lie. That's not right. even so the fucking so what ballpark of societally, what I said. And if you can't, so if, you can't, we just if accept- I can't sit here, if I can't sit here and say this was wrong, and, have you say, and not have you turn around and, and pretend that I said it was all right. How are we going to have a
0: conversation at all? But if X is wrong and Y is no response, Z is I have a problem with that. And right now, having no response to where we're going with gambling, like I said. And you were saying, where does gambling lead to? Gambling leads to you losing money. Gambling leads to local No, it doesn't. It leads to me having a good time. time. It leads to me having a good time. You know what? And for me, that would not be my priority with the people that I work with. Cool. Then stay
3: away from gambling and stop telling the rest of us what to do.
0: And you know, again, like I said, you know, as a society, where do we want to be? You know, and I hope people who listen to this debate, I I want to be somewhere
3: where there's freedom and jobs and the things that people enjoy aren't taken away because other people want to prioritize a portion, a smaller, significantly smaller portion who have a problem with it. I want people to get
0: everything. Just full freedom is not beneficial to society. It's basically anarchy. Well, since I've already
3: rejected the notion many times that I'm in favor of full freedom and you're just going to keep propping up one straw man or another. Maybe it's time to take questions.
0: Well, I mean, you keep your retort to what I'm saying is, is that I'm infringing on your ability to have a good time.
3: Well, not you aren't, but you're trying to.
0: Right. But you can make the same point for prostitution. I can make the same And, and I would and make your, the same point doing for prostitution. Heroin. I'm saying, as there's I said at the outset, prostitution should be legal and regulated. Right. And and my point, my point is that there's a reason it's illegal. There's a yes, reason. Yes, because
3: puritanical people who can't take care of their own stuff and mind their own business decided that they needed to tell everybody else how to live, just like they did with
0: prohibition. I don't think it's telling people how to live. It's just where it do is. we, what do we want to encourage? What behavior no, no, no. do we want to encourage? No, no, encourage? no, no, you don't
3: get to, you don't get to spin this as if it's about what we want do, to encourage. I do, because of the advertising you want to with gambling. Ban, you want to ban gambling. That's not yes. not encouraging it. Don't pretend like you're, you're saying, hey, it's about what we want to encourage. No, it's about what you want to allow. Banning means you do not allow it.
0: When you legalize something, you get all the warts and you get all the skeletons in the in the closet, which is yep. why what you're seeing is you're seeing celebrities, you're seeing high profile individuals, you're seeing casinos that are operated in islands, you know, outside of regulated countries, they are able to target adults and adolescents in regulated countries. And the reason why they do that and they, they were comfortable doing it and the reason they started doing it is because we legalized gambling in this country. And that's why they do it. So we open the floodgates and we need to discuss the social costs. And it sounds like you having a good time is the biggest issue. For me, there's a few other concerns that I have with gambling.
3: No. And and in the meanwhile, the fact that if you made gambling illegal in the United States, you think that people in other countries who are skirting the regulations that exist now are going to stop? You think it's going to decrease?
0: Well, in the United States, if I were to try to access State.com, a a billion dollar gambling company right now, from a U.S. IP, can't do it. I could do it from a VPN. Oh, oh, so there's a way around it that you just told everybody how to do. Right, but my point is, is that U.S. internet regulators is that if they can ban IPs to stake, then they should ban IPs to all gambling websites, and they don't do it, and they do, don't do do it selectively because some overseas sites like Bobata have partnerships uh, with companies in the United States, even pre-legalization uh, of uh, uh, 2018 uh, sports betting companies. Uh, Legalization of gambling. Belada's had a relationship with online betters in the United States in the last ten years. No amount of regulation has fixed it, so we have to go so back making to making something illegal. illegal. You can't fix it either. You can, just like prohibition. No, you can't.
3: Prohibition didn't work. All it did well, was it, increase the the amount of illegal drinking.
0: It decreased the overall alcohol consumption. It by increased the amount of illegal drinking. It increased the
3: amount of harm done from it.
0: So banning alcohol increased the harm done by alcohol.
3: Yes, because instead of getting <clears throat> alcohol that was produced safely, what you got was bathtub gin that killed people.
2: We've got about. Hey, if you look we've at, gotten to about right, go ahead, that Sorry. point of 50 minutes for the dialogue. This is usually where we're going to the Q&A. If you guys want maybe a couple of minutes to draw together the threads, that's okay. Otherwise, we can jump into the Q&A.
3: I'm, I'm good either way.
0: Yeah, that works for me and like i said thanks again james thanks again matt for the debate appreciate it
2: thanks you got it
0: and want to say folks our guests are linked in the description
2: we do appreciate them you can check out those links below also want to say as mentioned earlier folks we are very excited about this upcoming conference debate con part two november 19th in plano texas you don't want to miss it in fact all of the debates are going to be streamed live for the public that is why we're asking for your support via the indiegogo campaign which you can see the meter for on the far right side of your screen that's linked in the description box as we in the past have had a paywall behind some of the or i should say in front of some of the debates this time none of the debates have that paywall that's why we're asking for you to throw in your support to help cover the venue costs for this upcoming conference with that Thanks for your question. Oflamio says, David, do you have a problem with casinos being in Pokemon games, though?
0: Do they have casinos? I I think that just kind of goes to my point where you have, like, there are also, like, apps, like games you can download on your phone, like, where it's fake casino games. And the design of those is to basically desensitize you to gambling. And it's a way to skirt, uh, skirt social norms and skirt laws to be able to target an audience that can't legally gamble to this point. And, and just to reiterate the point of this debate for me is that we need to evaluate on a cultural and social level where do we want to be when it comes to this topic? Where do we want to be with gambling? Look what's happening with gambling. Look where we're at. Look at the revenues. Look where the promised money is going. Look at, and like I said, with the apps we were talking No, go ahead. Sorry.
2: Just to keep it on, just because we have a lot of questions we've got to run through fast just to get out of here. All right. I'll keep
0: my answers short. I apologize.
2: But So you have a problem or not with casinos being in Pokemon games?
0: I do, yes. In Final Fantasy XIV, I think it's like an MMO. They have a massive um, in-game casino that people buy, like uh, cosmetics, millions of dollars every month. I have a problem with that, yeah.
2: This one coming in from everyone needs a smile. Says for Matt, are there any current forms of gambling that you think need more
3: strict regulation? Any forms of gambling that need more strict? I, I think probably the, the regulation that I'd be in favor of. I'm of course I'm a, opposed to um, some of the loot box and predatory things that we've talked about, um, and anybody who's running an operation that is like circumventing U.S. laws and reg, reg, regulations on gambling. Uh, in order to provide an alternate like i i played poker and i i would i will always prefer to play uh seated with another person as a matter of fact i won't gamble online in uh for for anything uh because you have no guarantee no matter of fact there's going to be collusion there's going to be cheating there's going to be problems and so i have zero it didn't bother me when poker uh online got shut down and the people who were um skirting it through those skirting those regulations by offering, you know, oh, we can do it and you can access through VPN. Um, I think that there should be limitations and you're going to have to work through international law to do some of that. But outlawing gambling in the United States on the whole doesn't fix that problem. Uh, Those those people are going to keep breaking the law. But what you've got here is David wants to allow the unregulated gambling because it's small time. The, hey, you want to bet on a pool game or a poker game or whatever. I've played in poker games that aren't in a casino where there were thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars being gambled. And it could have been somebody's rent. It wasn't. But it could have been. And it could have been somebody with a problem. And as far as I know, it wasn't. But he wants to allow that and then get rid of the casinos. The one thing that is thoroughly regulated where the odds are known, um, where everything is is <laughs> um, as fair as you could ever expect in any sort of gambling environment, that's the one he wants to shut down.
2: The same questioner asks for you, David, if it could be shown that most social ills from gambling could be ameliorated with better tax policies, would you still want gambling outlawed?
0: I'd say no, but I think we live in a reality where that's not going to happen. And all you have to do is look at since 1931. Look at where the tax revenue is going right now. As far as gambling, it's not it's not going to addiction treatment. It's not going to organizations to uh, to uh, to help fund them better to deal with people with problem gambling. Again, if we if this debate had the framework and the statistics where it said, you know what, the states are allocating the tax revenues like they said they were going to. They're going to organizations that are going to help people that the minority of people that have a problem. And and also, let's say we had better regulations as far as uh, targeted advertising, predatory advertising, uh, and uh, targeting children to eventually become uh, legal betters. you know, I think we'd be having a different conversation, but the reality yes. is, is that's not what's happening.
3: Yes. If it's the subject of this happen. debate is that the money isn't going where it should, we would have agreed at the start and been done with it. If the subject of this debate is we should be doing more to help people with addiction problems, we would agree at the start and there would be no debate if the subject of this debate were there are predatory actions that are being directed at kids we would have agreed at the start and there'd be no debate but the subject is because of these things
0: he wants to ban it everywhere that was a pretense for legalizing gambling in new jersey and new york i don't york it now.
3: doesn't see it's like it doesn't matter if it was a pretense It It doesn't doesn't matter matter. if you're it. It No, it doesn't. I'm sorry. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if it was an intentional pretense or an unintentional one. The problem there isn't the gambling and you shouldn't outlaw all gambling just because somebody lied about it. If I lied to get married, should we ban marriage?
0: If you lied to get married. Yeah. Does marriage have a negative social cost? Yes.
3: Marriage has lots of negative social costs. A lot of people are miserable uh,
0: in marriage. You know how I many people want to kill themselves because they're in marriages? The best quality of life for children is with two parents in the household. Any study you look at would I didn't would say any. That. See,
3: here's the thing. You cannot, you are incapable of staying on t- on target and looking at what's actually been said. I didn't say but anything. No, but that's a so, I didn't but that's say a social, anything about parents or children. I talked about marriage.
0: have children. That's a, so, that's a social That's Married people
3: cause. don't always have children. Most of them do. So what? That's not a problem of marriage. People who aren't married also have children. You don't seem to be able to connect X with X's consequences because pregnancy is completely independent of marriage.
0: I'm just saying you're attacking me because I think I'm winning the debate. Again, marriage doesn't have a negative social cost. It doesn't. And I think if you're going to use that as an example compared to gambling, I don't. I don't know where we're going. What's the divorce rate? What's the divorce rate in the United
3: States? I don't know, off the top of my head. Yeah, it's like fifty percent, but you know, let's just pretend that there's that you one to two percent of a problem is enough to shut down the other ninety-eight. But a fifty well, some odd percent problem, a fifty some odd children. percent problem is enough for you to say no, no, no. There's no negative social consequences, and then you want to tie marriage to children as if that's that's a, a binary. Right, because the, the best digital.
0: outcomes for a child is to be is you to have out. your parents Ooh. married and together.
3: Got to move with
2: this,
0: uh, no, this.
3: No, 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 no. Not married.
2: This one from. No, not married. This one coming in from Alex Luckhurst says Destiny versus Matt, hype. And Sam says, Destiny versus Matt, let's go. Thanks for those super chats. And it is going to be an amazing discussion, you guys. We're very excited about that. That's at the bottom right of your screen. That's on the bodily autonomy argument for abortion. You don't want to miss it. This one from TMC says, I'm sorry that you had a gambling problem, David. There are all kinds of addictions from overeating to overspending on clothes, cars, boats, and jewelry. It's not rational to ban items or art activities, though, that a few might have a problem with.
0: Right. And I think that's a good point. You know, people overeat, you know, people have self-image issues They, you know, addictive, you know, you can be addicted to a lot of things. But again, I'll just point to why prostitution and why hard drugs are illegal, because the social contract and you look at where we want to be as a society and culturally. And I think that that's a conversation to have. I think that it's uh, I think forums like these with great debate partners like Matt are, Are you know, this is just a net positive for awareness for this issue. It gets people talking. Uh, And, you know, people have addictive vices. But for me, like I said, taking the uh, personal experience out of it, one out of five problem gamblers attempt suicide. That's the highest rate of any addictive disorder. And that's something that we should be looking at. We should be scared of, especially with how gambling is reaching adolescence and adult at a rate we haven't seen up to this point.
2: This one from Curly says, David, why are you shuffling in true statements with superstitious gambling propaganda?
0: Um, I would just want to like if that commenter can maybe say what was the superstitious propaganda specifically, you know, I could address it. Um, you know, I've tried to be good faith as much as possible. Uh, I apologize if it may seem like I'm not. But again, you know, the purpose of this is to just have a conversation about this topic and, uh, you know, and it, the social impact.
2: This one from Rad Crab says for Matt, what do you think about video game loot box? Oh, you already covered that video game loot boxes. He said that often target kids were gameplay is substitute. If I remember right, you had said you're not for you. Basically you at least think that there should be greater regulation, but I'll let you respond, Matt, if you'd like to yourself on video game loot
3: boxes. I'm, I'm opposed to pay to win from the first place. Uh, I, I don't like it, whether it's targeted adults or kids or anything else. And the, the gotcha loot boxes that, um, you know, quite frankly, are predatory against not just kids or predatory against anybody. Um, They don't tell you what the odds are. They don't have the information. It doesn't qualify as any sort of gambling that is normatively regulated. It's just, in my view, a scam. And um, there are, you know, to what extent should we regulate that? I don't necessarily know what the right answer is because I don't think there's enough research yet, but I'm in favor of doing more. But that doesn't mean that we should shut down casinos,
2: you got it. This one coming in from Curly says, David, who is quote unquote they? I'm not sure who they're referring to I don't know if they
3: mean like the house yeah. or if they mean the government. At some point, David, um, you said the word they and they want to know who that is now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> ages
3: later. That doesn't make any sense. Well,
0: and I know people pay like a few bucks for the questions, you know. You know, if you could maybe elaborate a little bit in the in the chat or something, you know, I'd love to answer that. Um you know, they they could refer to anything. So
2: yeah. I'll keep an eye out in case they tell me who the referent was yeah. John D says David how many awesome things are you proposing to ban because a fraction of people have an issue
0: um I, again like I just think that you have to look at it on the scale and you have to look at it like you, you know and I keep saying the same thing I don't mean to be a broken record but it, it is I feel the strongest point you know that I'm making here is that you have vices like prostitution or hard drugs that are illegal right they have negative impact to the individuals uh, involved. you know, I, and the reason why they're illegal is because of the social cost and that's why we made them illegal. Now if we want to deviate from that, that's the debate. So what I'm saying is that gambling you know it's it's one to two point nine percent two to ten million Americans that are high risk or problem gamblers right now, right as far as like data pre- 2018. But I think that there's circumstantial data points that you can look at where that it, you know, especially, like I said, with the number of calls and the number of individuals who are reaching out for help. It's hard to even quantify as far as how much of, like how much of your paycheck do you need to lose to be a problem gambler? And a lot of a lot of people will lose their entire paychecks. They'll sell their cars or sell their house and stuff. I, I just think it's an important conversation in the context of, how we got here and with other vices, decisions we've made on the legality of other vices, it needs to be applied to gambling as well. This
3: one up the from- question, the question though, was how many awesome things are you willing to ban because a small fraction of people have a
0: problem? Well, <laughs> I'd say uh, smoking. Uh, I think alcohol is regulated enough. Um, definitely gambling. Uh, and I'm fine with prostitution and heroin. And I don't really have an issue with marijuana because it has medicinal uh medicinal uses that benefit a lot of people so gambling has no positives you know there there is no positive that, to gambling. that is absolutely incorrect well outside of if i'm having fun right like, oh
3: outside of having fun but let's just forget about having fun see that's the point some of us well, who don't, some of us who some of us who rest. don't have a problem have fun with it Similarly, right, but you're
0: weighing, but you're weighing similarly against there are people who can
3: drink who don't have macro. a problem drinking. There are people who can smoke and don't have a problem smoking. And yet you want to ban smoking, drinking and gambling because of the people who have a problem with it.
0: Well, then why did we get rid of smoking advertisements on TV? If it, if it We wasn't didn't get any...
3: rid of smoking. We got rid of predatory action. No, sir. The point is you want to ban smoking, drinking and gambling. Because some people have well, a not problem drinking
0: with it. Right? smoking just because it leads to heart disease, a number one killer in the United States. But that's in you know, lung disease. OK, so that's just that's my if reason I, I want to give
3: myself heart disease, that's none of your business. Why? You well, I, I'm it? just well, saying what is again, this said, busybody thing of you decide that smoke, nobody should smoke because it, it adds to heart disease. I wish I nobody mean, smoked because it's unhealthy as well. But the difference is whether
0: or not we should ban it. Yeah, I think we should. I think that uh, the argument in the debate is whether you fall on one side or the other is that are the deaths and the social costs and the physical and health related costs also on the on our hospital system. Does that outweigh the individual liberty and having fun with it and me being able to smoke if I want to and self-destruct? That's the debate is the point. I mean, but there are but there are. You know there are negatives on both sides and those need to be considered you know especially in conversations like these
2: this one coming in from do appreciate your question curly says david is the problem gambling itself or the soliciting of celebrities that appeal to the
0: youth um i'd say definitely the solicitation and and again like the reason why I'm saying gambling should be illegal is because regulation does not work and, regu- and regulatory authorities work with casino providers to to provide an experience that is not what is advertised, and that has to be weighed in, and it was weighed in by the voters of New York and Maryland when they approved in-person casinos in their states, and that's what? it's important to, to look at the solicitation, it's important to look at the predatory nature in advertising. Uh, Of gambling, especially now. I I challenge anyone to watch ESPN for an hour and not see three ads to gamble. That was not the case before 2018. And that's a big problem. You, You just
3: said that casinos provide an experience that was not what was advertised.
0: I'm saying that what was advertised was if casinos were implemented, it's in Maryland and New York, that it was a It was it was clear that it would have a negative impact, but the positive would be or a negative social impact. But the positive would be that the tax revenue would go to education, for instance, and it didn't.
3: It's not false advertising on the on the part of casinos or gambling. That's a false advertising. I will not advocate on behalf of the people who were lobbying for it. But what you said, what you said, I won't agree with
0: the ethics of casino. What
3: you said just a couple minutes ago. Was that casinos provided an experience that was not what was advertised? That's not true.
0: You're but, right, and I misspoke there. If I said that, what I meant to say was that the casino, the experience, and the social risk and social um, negatives that came from implementing uh, implementing casinos in those two states, the, on the other side, was a promise of uh, money that went toward gambling re, uh, get problem gambling resources uh, and um education and that didn't play out that way and it's not going to
3: and, and ban, banning casinos because of what legislators promised is like banning cars because legislators promised that they would be more fuel efficient and they're not
2: this one came in it I, comes in sorry Let's see i give you a short pithy response because the question was for you david and then we got to go on the next one.
0: Oh, oh i'm good this
2: one from Melody Kate <laughs> says, David, do you think pot should be illegal? We, I know you heard, you already answered that. Cigarettes as well. And what about soda pop, though?
0: Um, I'd say cigarettes, but, you know, I think Coke used to have cocaine in it and it doesn't anymore. So that's pretty cool. I, I'll, I'll say no on soda. Um, I like soda. Oh. <laughs> so, well, it's
3: a good thing you like soda. Do you know how much harm is done from the high fructose corn syrup is putting in there and how much we're increasing? the propensity for diabetes in the United States, which is a much bigger epidemic than problem gambling.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could say that for a lot of vices too. Sure you
3: could. And the fact that we all get them supersized and big gulped and ginormous, and we drink about 10 times as much we, maybe we should ban salt too. I mean, my, my, after my quadruple or triple bypass, sorry, not quadruple. After my triple bypass, they suggested I don't add salt to food anymore and because it's harmful to me and I just can't stay away from good salt. And there's so many people with heart disease, maybe we should ban salt.
0: Well, they, it you know, banning salt, you know, salt consumers don't have the highest rate of attempting suicide, so. Oh, oh,
3: okay. They, they're just going to die from heart disease, so you, you don't care about that part. Just no, I, no, I do. I,
0: no, I do. I said I'd be in favor of banning smoking.
3: Yeah, yeah, but not salt. Which one's more deadly?
0: I mean, I don't know. You know, the topic's game. Yeah, and but... yet you made a decision. That's the problem.
2: This one from Jupiter Darman says gambling should be like any other social issue, namely, <clears throat> abortion, same-sex marriage, firearms, etc. Don't like it, don't do it. Thoughts,
0: um, for yeah? fire, firearms, I believe is a constitutional right, so I, I don't think that's in this debate. Yeah, you know, as far as gambling, gambling rights aren't expressly. Um, written in the constitution or the bill of rights or anything like that. Life, so liberty, in can... the
3: pursuit of happiness. It's
0: part of my life. It's part of my liberty and it's part of my pursuit of happiness. And it's not part of the pursuit of happiness for the people that I deal with on a day to day. Tough, Again, your pursuit of
3: happiness is different perspective. And, and it doesn't have to be. I, if Again, I start that's, letting, a, that's
0: the moral It argument, would be absolutely
3: ridiculous of me to suggest that everybody should have the same pursuit of happiness that I do and if they don't I'll ban it.
0: I think there are levels of it and we did it with uh uh, prostitution and cocaine.
3: Yes. I'm, with- I'm aware. I'm aware you have a problem with prostitution and cocaine.
0: This one from Della Luna Glass says, I didn't
3: mean that in the way that I, that I swear. I apologize, James. I did not mean that in the way that it sounded. I, I just know that he said that several times.
2: This one from Della Luna Glass says, David, I'm curious how gambling is different than, for example, playing games at the fair. You might win a stuffed animal for your kid. Either way, it's fun, it's entertainment. Adults should have self control as they gamble.
0: Well, the fair uses the same tactics that casinos do. They have bright lights, you know, they have the promise of winning the big prize, but they have the rims that are way too small to shoot a basketball in. So everybody's losing their ass. They're not getting prizes unless you get lucky, except the difference in casinos in that instead of losing 50 bucks at the fair, you're losing your entire paycheck and you can't pay the mortgage next month. This one coming in from. evidently
3: bright lights are magical I keep hearing about bright lights bright lights is there something about bright lights that make people stop being
0: responsible would they have otherwise been responsible no but I would definitely suggest no. looking at how in-person casinos utilize lighting they utilize hey, the does it doesn't matter.
3: It doesn't matter. It's you might as well be saying I'd be looking at whether or not they advertised or whether they put up a big billboard. Of course they're going. That's that's to entice the people into play. Advertising and
0: stuff like that. But if you have,
3: there's nothing compelling you to gamble. Bright lights don't compel somebody to gamble.
0: There is a reason why gambling operators want to ban bright lights. No, but I'm saying there's a reason that they spend billions of dollars a year in advertising because advertising works and it manipulates people's thinking and what they buy. And in every. Do you Every think we should protect people aside. from all advertising
3: and do, should I we ban we should, bright lights?
0: We should protect people from predatory advertising, yes. Well,
3: if the advertisement for a casino is absolutely factual, that you can go there and know the odds and gamble and have fun, what what is it that's predatory about a, a regular casino?
0: It is deceitful, and it's deceitful in the way that they show the wins and they don't show the losses. Uh,
3: no, 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 no. That's not uh, – okay, sue them for false advertising then. Why don't you do that?
0: I mean, I, I don't know enough about suing anybody, but well, you could I'm talk to a
3: lawyer, and the lawyer would let you know that the, the gaming commissions regulate things so tightly that you're never going to be able to get them for false advertisement because saying you can
0: win is true. Right. So you just right, but you just made my point because you're saying regulation is not fixing it, and regulation is fine with advertising to I minors, and advertising to adults.
3: I didn't say regulation isn't fixing it. I'm saying regulation has fixed the problem that you're talking about that no. it does not that it doesn't exist
0: regulation has not fixed the predatory advertising problem it's been exactly what is predatory
3: what is predatory about a casino truthfully saying that you can win and what the odds are
0: well i'm i'm gonna let james ask another question but because um, it's easier than it
3: answering it. it yeah go
0: this one let me from i've answered all your questions
2: Brian Stevens, longtime viewer of the channel. Good to see you, Brian, says fast food has been linked to many diseases. Should this be banned next?
0: Was that a question to me? Yeah. Um, no, but again, advertising influences people's decisions. Tell us an overlay. So, that says, so
3: would you be okay not banning gambling, but just banning all advertisement for gambling?
0: Well, I'd like to I'll stay on the topic at least here in that. Gambling should be banned because there is no benefit. <clears throat> There's it's no benefit lie. in the
3: short order. That long is a term. lie. You, you keep saying gambling should be banned because there is no benefit. And I've repeatedly pointed out there is a benefit. And then you acknowledge there was a benefit, which was enjoyment. You just keep dem- dismissing it and saying there is no benefit. Why do you get to dismiss enjoyment?
0: uh For the social cost factors and the reason why we ban other vices.
3: So, so no, no, other no, vices no, 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 no. The fact that there are other consequences doesn't mean that enjoyment gets to be dismissed. If you, agree, if you acknowledge that there is enjoyment there and yet you say there is no benefit, you are lying.
0: There are levels to enjoyment that we should accept as a society, yes.
3: Now you're being more honest because now instead of saying there's no benefit, you're saying, yes, there's enjoyment, but that's not a significant enough benefit for me. Well, what if it's a significant enough benefit for other people?
2: This no, one. that's the
0: last word. You can next question.
2: Okay. this one coming in from thought this would come up. Talison Oberlander says, and I think I asked you beforehand, David. This is one I did ask you. Would you ban Native American casinos as well? If I remember right, you. Well, I'll let you answer yourself.
0: No, that's a really good question, and um, I think you relayed to Matt. At least they have tribal sovereignty, and any law, at least to my knowledge, anything that we can do as far as. Changing laws in Indian reservations would have to be done through Congress. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to touch that just because of tribal sovereignty. I don't think that applies to uh, what I'm advocating for.
3: I, I don't understand that. I mean that that to me, you know, and I'm not trying to be offensive. Sounds incredibly hypocritical because while while it, there was no question throughout the rest of the debate how difficult it might be to to make it, to ban it. No question throughout the rest of this about uh, what the process would be to ban it. You want it banned because it does harm, and yet you're okay with staying hands-off for Native American casinos. It shouldn't matter how difficult it is to ban. Do you think it's going to be easy to ban Vegas?
0: No, the point that I'm making is that at a state level as a United States citizen is that we should ban gambling, like I said, for all the points that I've outlined up to this point. Now, if I had to make the pick, if you said, hey, David— Uh, Do you want to ban gambling on uh, Indian reservations? I'd say yes, for the same reason. I thought that that was the question.
3: I thought that was the question.
0: It is. I just I just don't think advocacy is going to work in that in that field as much as it will uh, for our laws, because we had gambling banned at one point uh, in the United States.
2: This one coming in from. Do appreciate your question. Toy Ranch says, "Is the outreach to people who don't gamble responsibly because there is more outreach and help for people who struggle with responsible gambling?"
0: Well, I'd say that the resources for uh, for irresponsible gambling uh, have have been the same, or have they been less as far as funding? Uh, and the number of problem gamblers and people that are high-risk gambling and people that reach out to those resources have increased. And right now, if you extrapolate it out, if you look at it, uh, this is a major risk factor and a major concern for anybody that uh, anybody that follows this issue.
2: This one from Ryan, new member, thanks for your support. And they say, if you have time, they said, David, could you ask David where he stands on investments namely the stock market and so forth, and if he views them as a form of gambling.
0: Definitely, um, I think that the market can be, I mean, you look at what happened with the GameStop stuff, I'm not even gonna pretend that I know a lot about stocks, but but you see politicians and you see uh, see the rich getting richer with stocks with inside trading, and the market can be manipulated, especially if uh, individual individual investors band together uh, to try to make a buck again. I'm not going to try to pretend I know a ton about it, uh, but I would suggest looking into what happened with GameStop, uh, Ga- GameStop, and I think Robinhood. Um, you know that that's a rigged game, just like gambling is. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I I would be fine with with individuals not being able to partake in a rigged game.
2: You got it. This one coming in from Johnny Rapine says, Matt, my grandpa had quadruple bypass. I think they're showing a shine of su- sign of support.
3: Oh, well, cool. I hope he survived, and I only had triple. Teller had a quadruple bypass the other day and is recovering nicely. So, any fans of Penn and Teller, you can be happy that uh, they should be back on stage. I think in in December. Um, I'm still a little weak, but I'm doing all right.
2: This one. I from- try to make
3: up for it by being animated, even though I'm not nearly as animated as I used to be
2: melody kate says so if you like it david then legal if you don't like it or can't control yourself around it make it illegal
0: so i I think we've gone over that a little bit you know you know there are things that are illegal that are vices and there are things that are legal right now that are vices and as a society and as a social contract we need to see what the risks are and what and and really what we want um people can be influenced and we want we need to as a country. Really look at it and see where do we want to be.
3: Yeah, I don't I don't know that you calling it a vice makes it a vice.
0: Well, wow. prostitution and cocaine's a vice, right? No. No. Mm.
3: Prostitution and sex work is a job.
0: And for the Johns, it's not a vice? I, I don't consider it a vice. No. What would be the reason for condescending a vice? I think paying for sex would be a vice. Um, if not I'll take so, the L on that point.
3: Okay. Because what a vice is, is some sort of immoral or wicked behavior. And I don't think that paying for sex is either immoral or wicked. What, you, what is the case that you can make that makes it immoral or wicked?
0: I, I may be using the wrong word then. That's not what I meant. Um, I guess I would just say it's like a um, uh, it's a, I'd say it's a habit that is kind of frowned on societally.
3: Okay, Um, so not a vice. If if I go and pay a prostitute once for sex, is that a habit?
0: Uh, Once, no. So is it a vice if I did it once? I mean, I I don't make immoral judgments on doing that. I mean, you you have
3: to be. You're basically saying this is an immoral act.
0: uh, I'm saying I'm saying that has negative outcomes. What what's the negative outcome of me going to a prostitute? Uh, the negative outcome would be for the prostitute.
3: What what's the, the negative out I, I didn't say it would be for. What is the I mean, negative I don't outcome? Have, I don't if I pay someone for sex, what's the negative outcome?
0: I, I don't know enough about that, but I do know that there's a, the reason that it's illegal is that from a societal standpoint um,
3: there's a bunch there of puritanical risk. people who want to legislate and, and moralize and tell everybody else what they can do with their life because it doesn't fit their personal morals. That's well, why it's illegal. On the other side,
0: legislation and regulation is not working for legal. It is working. Gambling.
3: It's absolutely working in in places around the world where prostitution is legal and regulated, and in not the United gambling. States, in places where where prostitution is legal and regulated, everything about it is better, fairer, safer for everybody involved. Not for gambling. I, I was talking about prostitution. I'm sorry that you switched back to your pet issue, but we were talking about prostitution right then. You're primarily trying to say that gambling should be illegal for the same reason prostitution should be Ill- illegal. And then when we get to down to brass tacks on what's wrong with prostitution, you want to make pronouncements until pushed back on, and then you don't know enough.
0: No, that's not true. And again, this is literally what you top- just said. It's not a pet topic. It's the topic of the debate. So. True, fair,
3: fair, pet topic, topic of the debate, but it's literally what you just said. Because you wanted to say that prostitution was advice, uh, advice, you you suggested that gambling should be illegal for the same reasons prostitution should be illegal. And when I I'd push back like on people, when I push back on what's wrong with it, you said you don't know enough.
0: It's no. I no, wish it's, you'd it's, say you don't know
3: enough about the other one, then we wouldn't have had, to, had a debate.
0: It's something people like to engage in that has negative social outcomes. That I. What, think. What's the negative of, social
3: outcome of me engaging with a prostitute for sex?
0: I think that you should do some research and see why it's illegal. There's a reason for it.
3: I know why it's illegal. I asked you a question of what is the negative outcome. You're you're the one asserting well, that there's right, a negative outcome one, and I'll I'm asking you, you what it is.
0: Can you, I'll do give you, you have one negative one outcome not? is that legalizing prostitution uh it has a higher chance of children um being uh, children being put into the industry or children being put into prostitution. And no, you're
3: absolutely completely 100% absolutely wrong. True. You are absolutely, absolutely completely 100% wrong and you should have stuck with you don't know enough because no, when, prostitute, no, when prostitution is legal and regulated, the trafficking goes down. Not the things true. that you're objecting no. to, you, you don't just get to pretend like me engaging with a prostitute somehow harms children. That is not an honest tactic.
2: This one coming in from Do you appreciate it, Della Luna Glass says. When you speak of social harms, firearms are on the table. Think like easy. I said, that's
0: an express constitutional right, so I, I would put that in a different category than what we're discussing.
2: You got it. Blood Bloodsword, Blood Sword 83 says, "What are the debaters' opinions on mobile games, where you have a .07 chance of pulling a character or unit?" Is this synonymous with the loot boxes or is this different?
3: No, because if you know that you have a 0.7% chance, then you know the facts going into it, it can make an informed decision and act responsible.
2: David same thing or different?
0: I mean, I mean they target that toward people that aren't of age. You know, you can be under 18 and you I don't think that uh, children under 18 playing games like that have the capacity to, you know, to to make those decisions, but maybe that's just a differing thought process.
2: You got it. This one from you to have heck you says, for David, do you find insurance is a form of gambling? And if so, should it be illegal?
0: Insurance? Yep. That's a good question. Is insurance a form of gambling? And should it be legal? Um, I mean, you have insurance providers that don't pay out when you pay for insurance. I mean. Again, that's a topic that I don't know a lot about, but I know that I'm I'm sure there are plenty of issues with that. And I think maybe that's something that should be talked about on this platform. It's a good question.
3: But should we ban insurance if there are issues with
0: it? No, because it has positive outcomes in which if you get in an accident and you're your insurance covers it, or, you know, if you have a health care issue, then you'll be able to pay for something that saves your life, saves your home and livelihood. You mean mean like gambling can
3: have positive outcomes where you might be the lucky one that gets a windfall or you might enjoy yourself?
0: Yeah, that's true. The 0.3% that do win, they do win. This one from Cruel
2: says, Can David explain why laws and regulations don't work but banning or placing laws on all gambling will work? And they said, David, you contradicted yourself.
0: Well, that's not necessarily true because i'm addressing regulation compared to legality and prohibition prohibition decreased alcohol consumption from 20 to 60 percent i'm not advocating for regulation of gambling i think regulation doesn't work i think it's clear it doesn't work i'm advocating for making gambling illegal
2: this one from tusby bucks Thanks for your question. Says when talking about percent of people gambling slash addiction problems, is there any number where you would change your opinion? Say if sixty percent of people were addicted to it. Actually, that, oh, yep. They said that's a question for you, Matt. Okay.
3: No, because so the addiction rate is a problem with the human beings, not the gambling. And so I'd be I'm in favor of whatever reg- regulations we need to make sure that we are. Um, addressing the available issues. But what we're talking about here is 1% to 3% of the people who have a problem somehow is sufficient, in David's mind, to say that the other 97 to 99% shouldn't be allowed to engage in an activity, an, an activity that people enjoy, that they can, in fact, profit from, although long-term, the, the house has an edge, but not all gambling has anything to do with a house or a house edge, um, which is why I was asking about other options um where there isn't a house cut for example where where i play poker the house can't take that it's against the, the law here in texas for there to be any rake at all in poker houses here and so you know what the odds are in the poker room you know what the odds are of any given hand you are playing a game nobody's taking a rake you are paying basically an hourly rate and a membership fee in in card houses in texas and yet there's five, 10 grand being gambled at any one time that could be devastating to someone. I don't know when somebody sits down at the poker table with me, I don't know what their life story is. I don't know if they're wagering their play money because they're a millionaire, uh, as is the case for one of the guys that I play with. I know that story now. Or if they're gambling uh, because they really need the money to pay for their rent, mortgage, and an operation. Um, Those are things that are not my concern when I'm sitting down at the table. Um, that's their decision. This is this is part of the, what, you know, free speech is a really risky thing because when you allow people to speak their mind, that means that some people are going to be convincing it, saying things that you don't like, and they're going to potentially convince other people. Do we ban free speech? I mean, there are people who during, I mean, I, I, I use the right language so that James and nobody else gets in trouble here. During the last couple of years, when there was a massive change in the way the entire world worked and some of us were shut down, there were people who were spreading dangerous, deadly misinformation. Now, does that count as free speech or should that actually be shut down? I think that that sort of violates both our principles as human beings and in many cases, the law and constitutes an actual harm being directed at people. That's not true for gambling at casinos.
2: This question coming in from, do appreciate it. How to rule an asteroid says, how many athletes break bones, David? Should we ban sports and why not? I think they're saying it's rolling the dice on whether or not you might get injured while playing a sport. So ought we to ban that as well?
0: Well, they get paid um, tens, hundreds of millions of dollars to play sport. Um, and they also have, for any injury that they get, they have medical insurance provided by, we'll say NFL, you said football. They have medical insurance and medical care from the NFL for any injury that you sustain uh, on the field.
3: Yeah, meanwhile, so, I mean, I mean, meanwhile I'm actually not uh, not completely opposed to potentially banning Um, football due to the concussion rates, the long-term effects on people, and the fact that it is correlated incredibly strongly with domestic abuse. But I'm not in favor of banning it. I'm just open to having the discussion about how we can be better about football. But it's funny that David's like, oh, they just make millions of dollars. How many of them have spent those millions of dollars? How many of them are now broke and, and addled from their time in the NFL?
0: Quite a few. No, but I agree with you entirely. CTE is a massive issue in football and in any contact sport, really. But it's not and enough to, to convo- ban
3: football. Could be. Well, I'm I'm asking you because you're willing to ban gambling based on. I mean, I'm not going to get.
0: I'm not going to give a. Just like you just said, it's a conversation you would have. It's a conversation I would have. I'm yeah. not going to just make a. I'm just. I'm not going to just make like a like just a point out of nowhere and take a stance but i agree with you and you made a great point that there are nick jr seau and i believe aaron hernandez had cte in wwe chris benoit um canadian wrestler uh they they killed people and they killed themselves due to cte that's a definitely a good conversation to have and uh, i i I would agree welcome one
3: and the and the statistics are that CTE was found in 99 percent of the brains obtained from National Football Player League or National NFL players. So in a situation where 99 percent of players are suffering, we, we should have a conversation. But in a situation where 99 percent don't have a problem, we should ban it. That's the hypocrisy that I'm talking about there.
0: I don't think it's hypocrisy. I think, again, it's just, you know, how what we want to do socially and as a society in terms of issues like these. And that's why conversations are had. It's why conversations are made. Generally, with a lot of this stuff and really anything you look at, it's a minority of people that are negatively effective. A lot. You're not going to see. I just 70% said it was 99 percent. That have CTE. I don't think 99 percent of athletes get CTE.
3: Percent of NFL players with CTE. CTE was found in 99% of the brains obtained from NFL players, 91% of college football players, and 21% of high school football players. That's from uh, militarydiaries.com. Healthcare statistics on CTE and NFL players.
0: That's a great Puritan point. Then I'd be in favor. I mean, honestly, that's a pretty big issue. Then, and I th- I think that's in fact that's a great statistic. I may use that for our next debate.
3: Now, I'm not convinced that that statistic is completely accurate because I went from a, you know, the headline. I need to look through the actual study. Yeah, I
0: mean, I'll take you at your word. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to call you distrustful, deceitful, propaganda. Actually, this
3: is, the, the, uh, so CTE was found in 99% of the ones attained, but that may not be 99% of players. It may be of the brains that they had for investigation. So let me retract that whole stat and we can look up CTE stats some other time.
0: But yeah, but the point is, and I think a good point that you made is that it is a problem. It's a problem that affects um, athletes and we may not understand all, just like with gambling, we don't fully understand with CTE what all the negative ramifications can be. We don't know how many people are living with CTE. We don't know all the uh, factors from a family and societal aspect it could have. And again, you know, that I would put that right there with gambling is that something we definitely need to consider, um, especially when we're, you know when we're encouraging uh, high-contact sports like football.
2: This one coming in from. Do appreciate your question. Squid Superhunk says, David, if a new constitutional amendment is passed to expressly allow gambling, is discussing banning it suddenly off the table. If not, why are guns?
0: So if there was uh, if there was an amendment, a federal amendment. To expressly make gambling legal.
2: Yeah, I think they're saying like add that again. It, add it uh, to the Bill of Rights. They want to add it. It's a late addition that they say we're going to make sure that in America, gambling is protected and it's part of the Bill, Bill of Rights, just like the Second Amendment.
0: I I would assume just like when they banned the um, Unlawful Gambling Act of 1990, uh, I would say that federal government doesn't have jurisdiction there, um, but. You know, if it was an amendment and it was passed by Congress, I think that we would have to abide by it.
2: You got it. This one coming in from do appreciate your question. Give one more from James Ho says for David, if you think that unregulated gambling, like fantasy football is okay, and you're comparing gambling to hard drugs, can I share hard drugs with my friends at home legally?
0: Um, I would advise you not to.
2: You got it. But they're saying legally, would you be OK with it if it was like people selling or well, trading? I,
0: I think Is... I think it's kind of like, you know, you look at levels of enforcement, at least with drugs and prostitution. A lot of times, you know, at least in those arenas, they're not going to go after the johns as much as they go after the providers. And they're not going to go at least with with drugs are going to go after the dealers rather than the uh, individuals that are consuming drugs. Or like I think in New York, they have um like safe spaces where people can shoot up. I think that was a state initiative, you know, so they're obviously not prosecuting people in New York, you know, for for using drugs. Uh, but I think that, they're, you know, enforcement more needs to um, focused on uh, the dealers and the providers.
3: I have, by the way, that was a brilliant question that exposed a problem that um, while well, I had thought about it, couldn't think of the right question to ask, so thanks. With that, that's
2: actually all of our questions. So, we want to say thank you very much, folks, for all of your questions. We're going to go into the post credit scene. Stick around. We're going to keep on going and going give you updates about this upcoming conference that you don't want to miss, as well as a generous donor has said that they are going to gift some memberships during the post credit scene. So, like I said, stick around. You don't want to miss it. But one last thank you. It's been a true pleasure to have you, Matt and David. Thanks so much for being with us tonight.
3: Thanks, David. Thanks, James.
0: Thank you so much, Matt. You made this happen. Thank you, James, for making this happen. And uh, I look forward to meeting you in person, Matt, at the conference.
2: Uh, I'll see you in a couple weeks. 100%. And that
0: conference is Saturday, November
2: 19th in Plano, Texas, folks. We hope you see you there. Tickets are linked in the description box, as well as the crowdfund to help us pay for the cost of the venue. Stick around, and I'll be back with just a moment of upcoming notes on that conference. Thanks so much, folks.